Hello and welcome to the Sound and Fiction podcast. We're excited today. I'm with a special guest. We're mixing it up a bit. Um, I have Mustafa Halwachi with me uh, today. He's a sculptor, um, artist, uh, all-round creative uh, brain. How are you, Mustafa? Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. No. This is uh, quite a surprise. So good to see you guys. I know. It's been a while, man. It's been a while. It's been longer than a while. But you've been keeping busy. Oh, you got to do what you got to do. You know how it is, you know? Always otherwise, hustling. Uh, otherwise, you know, uh, there's no... I swear, it's like it's. I, I'd lose my head if I just sit and did nothing, with, which happened at the beginning of all of this. Yeah. Because, you know, you had to stay home and trying to figure the shit out and... You know, it gets into my head. So I got to keep busy. Alhamdulillah. It's all good. You know, that's great. Kept on, you know, lining up my projects and tackling them one by one. Yeah. I mean, you've you've been utilizing this time pretty well, I think. Absolutely. Glass half full always. Yeah. But that's that's always been your philosophy. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what I love about you. Um, But tell us a bit about the stuff that you've been working on recently. Recently. So, uh, okay. So. Before all of this happened, I had a plan, like I had a program which I was going to be traveling for a while. So I was in Dubai and I participated in a graffiti festival with Loop Company, which is like one of the top brands in graffiti material. And after after Dubai, uh, there, there was Tunis. I participated in an annual art fest there, nice. and I was there. Go- I was gone for three weeks, and uh, I had lined up Kuwait, Tunis again, Serbia, and Macedonia. Wow. Right, one after the other, and I was going to be gone until end of June. And we were going to have our uh, Macedonia festival in the end of June. And uh, during planning all of that, uh, there was a meeting of styles, which is a, it's an international graffiti uh, forum. Mm. And they do five, year, uh, five countries a year. And I was picked up for Tunis again for July. But yes. then again, you know, when I came back from Tunis, it was already deep into this whole corona business right, and right. Uh, everything got canceled. Mm. So you can imagine I had lots of time in my hands with no plans, right? Yeah. So, uh, Like most of us. Like, <laughs> like, like everybody, yeah. you know, it's like we did not have the, we don't, we did, no one saw this coming that we were going to be locked down and there was like no work, no events, nothing. Right. It's like, you know, I, I can imagine you being Museland and you must have had a lot of programs oh, plan- yeah, lined yeah. up, you know, in the season, you know? Like you took everything up and just tossed and it out the window. And like, like, yo, start like, from scratch. Start from scratch, you know, get back into your storyboard and, yeah. uh, you know, start like replanning stuff. So that's exactly what I did. You know, nice. I had all, a lot of time in my hand. As we were saying, um, I rethought everything. I, I reinvented myself and my mm. space. I have a workshop where I do my carpentry work, and mm. and like I said, my main focus was the season, which w- during the event time, that's when I usually work the hardest as a painter and as a fabricator. Right? No, what, what season is that? You which is like the the, the, the 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 let's 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 call it the cultural season. Right. So it's from October mm. until May. Yeah. So right. that's okay. when the like that's when you guys work. That's when yeah. I work. And when the f- food festival happens when mm. the shop festi- shopping festivals happen and that's usually my bread and butter because mm. I work as a, an, an artist creative and I usually get commissioned to build stuff you know mm. whether it's benches partitions uh, tables anything yeah. you know so that's my timing so um, I reinvented my space I decided I, and again I, I, I was at home all the time I couldn't paint I'm a spray painter mm. and it's a pain in the ass to work at home so you mess right. up the place so I really needed a space to work that, that's what flipped it all around 
and uh, decided to create a studio, a workspace, an art space, a creative spot within my workshop and then uh, started building it. I, it was only me, on, uh, it was on my own. So yeah. it was just me, my son and maybe a couple of friends that used to stop by and help. But built the whole thing out of scratch with wh whatever I had. Uh, it was a hard time, you can imagine, yeah. financially. So I had to use everything that I had, recycled everything, um, used like free waste material mm. that I could find around my workshop and just build that thing from scratch. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, and uh, I've, been, I've been there, like, you know, once I finished that studio, now I have a space. Yeah. So, and there was nothing else to do. Um, everybody was distancing, I was distancing. So I thought, you know what, might as well just put all my time into my studio now, mm. since I have it already. And I've been just creating. I've been working like on my new, uh, you know, uh, mini art series. Okay. I've been working on a lot of canvases since I've haven't been painting canvases in a while. I started painting canvases again. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Just, just that. Just pouring it all out yeah. and not, not giving myself a chance to think of us all. Well, you've you've dipped your hands in a lot of um, different mediums and and, and, and crafts. So, how how did you end up doing that? I mean, what what, what was the starting point? And then what's the process of that journey that you okay. went from that so, eight point A to what you are now? To what, to what I am now. All right. So I've been a creative since I was like since forever. You yeah. know, I've always loved it. You know, for, since the first time I saw, I was I was I was in school then, and uh, my one of my teachers was a like he's a famous surreal artist uh, from Iraq, and mm -hmm. and he was he was our teacher for three years during Adadi, you know, the mid school. Okay. So um, I saw him painting the walls of the school. And that's how mm. it kind of like all kicked in and made sense. I didn't understand what he mm. was doing, but I felt it had a lot of weight and it kind of touched me and uh, st started like really putting an effort into uh, into like art art class. Yeah. And he saw something about me and he asked me to help him out painting right. the walls, you know, filling it, filling, filling for him, helping him mix colors and stuff like that. So it's been from the get go. I've mm. been a creative. Right. So, um, OK. I'm old as shit. So <laughs> when I graduated high school in 93, arts, the art scene was not as developed and mm. as diverse as it is right now. So yeah. uh, I thought a lot about what am I going to do for in college? You know, if mm. I studied fine arts, then where am I going to go with this? You know, so I decided to study applied arts instead. So I studied okay. design, right? And it started like from interior design. And then when I came back, I started like uh, really getting in, into industrial design and carpentry. Nice. And that's how I got into my other side of things where I, right. you know, I really got. And again, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a creative and I love using my hand. So yeah. anything that utilized those two, you know, I just love to delve into. So you don't see yourself as one of those artists or creatives who sticks to one discipline and say, OK, this Not is my kind I of. I love multidiscipline. I'm a, I consider myself a multidisciplinary mm -hmm. artist and uh, I love it. Art is like an ocean and every bit, everywhere you go, you'd find something and then you get you get another outlet to apply yourself in it yeah and that's how i got into most of what i got into not a lot of people know that it's like in college i really got into music as well yeah yeah i started playing guitar i picked up the guitar and i was really into my reggae hip-hop phase okay. with my braids and all right you know my i, I loose, can't see that though. you can't see that now but yeah i had like really long evidence. braids with my loose clothes and my football jerseys nice. and, you know, I, I was really into that back in the States. And uh, when I came back, I used to live in, like, my family lived in Dubai. I grew up in Dubai. Okay. Oh, okay. So after the U.S., I came back to Dubai uh, in 96, 97. Mm. 
and uh, hooked up with a lot of my older friends, and they were already into music as well. Yeah. They were an established uh, heavy metal band, okay. and they were dabbling with other stuff as well. Like Are that's they still metal, around? Like uh, you would say, some of the some of our cuts were like very Rage Against the Machine kind okay. of thing. So it was a full set band, you know. Nice. So I kind of like, oh guys, I play guitar too, you know. You're a beginner, but you know, I wanted to kind of get into that. Yeah. So got into music a lot those years, you know, especially in college and right yeah. after college, you know. So you you guys were like uh, performing in, in, in whatever Absolutely. class? Absolutely. Like we started performing the first time that we got the first chance to start performing. Because when I came back to Dubai, I kept on studying design in yeah. the American University. Okay. So we started the music club in the American University. Oh, no way. In 97, right. yes. Wow. And uh, we started playing before every, like, you know, so mm -hmm. if they had a play, we would we would open up for yeah. the play, or we started having doing our own weekend thing in in, okay. in college campus just for fun, you yeah. know. And then for us to kind of like practice because we were all the and then me bringing the hip hop into this thing, and then one of the wait guys, wait wait how did that how did you jump from you're talking about Rage Against the Machine and heavy metal to, exactly, to hip -hop. Like, well they were playing heavy metal okay and I was MC right so okay. they was like all right okay. and I love Rage Against the Machine right? yeah and I was like you know what, let's try this out. It was never oh, done wow. around the Gulf. So we started like emceeing and rapping over like really, really like punk and heavy metal. And, and that came out. This, like, but then we veered off because okay. they really fell in love with the whole hip hop culture as well. Yeah. So they got into hip hop as well. No way. Wow. So they kind of like... <laughs> So you converted them. I converted. You know, I was like, you know, sorry You guys. went in, they were like playing heavy metal. There. I was like, <laughs> wreaked havoc and ended up that whole, That's you know. Uh, okay. you know heavy metal phase for them okay. well some of them still like, yeah, yeah. you know the drum our drummer kept on mm -hmm. kept on like you know he used to drum for us mm -hmm. but his band was still heavy metal okay yeah, yeah. his other band okay so yeah yeah and that's how it ended up we're becoming like you know the first instrumental hip-hop band the first hip-hop click in dubai we were nine uh, we yeah. were a set of nine people so we had like the whole band plus a dj okay you know, and we were like okay. four mcs wow know? so it was me pav uh, Medi from San Diego, we had Philip from Sweden, and we had well, me how, from Bahrain. How, how would you describe what you guys were like musically? What we were of? all about crazy, fun, yeah. madness, multicultural. Everybody brought his bit into it. So Pav is from India, mm. and he brought in the whole Indian bit. And uh, Medi nice. was really like, like hood San Diego, S-Cloud assassin, ex-gangster. <laughs> so he brought okay. in that whole West Coast flavor into it Sweet. the whole keyboards the whole yeah. you know the old school west coast style and uh uh philip was a lyricist he was mm. like the i feel like he was the best one of us back no then way. he was okay. a lyricist he was a poet you know he helped us a lot with our like lyrical flow with our direction because mm. we were all about crazy get fucked up and all right. write something and just go spit it out on yeah. bars and beats and just and experiment it was all about experimenting yeah. And at at the time, was there was there a hip hop scene like how very small? Okay, very small. It was it was it was a shocker for a lot of people mm. because again after the after like the AUD the American University sets that we used to do, yeah. uh, they used to invite us to perform in clubs. All right, so everybody okay. was like, "Where are you guys okay. from? Where are you guys from?" I was like, yeah. "Oh, I'm from Satwa. I'm yeah. from Jumeirah. I'm so, from, yeah. We're from we're from <laughs> Dubai." I was like, "You guys from here? Yeah. How's this? You know?" And then. Other people started like, oh, we do we do hip hop too, and oh, okay. we MC as well. Let's get together. Yeah. So we were like three bands That's in the great. whole of Dubai. You know, yeah. like uh, was a band in Abu Dhabi, a band was in Sharjah, and we were in mm. Dubai doing it. So 
we started having those. We started battling. We started doing parties, house parties. What, where was you were saying that not in college, but where, in clubs? Like what kind of places were you? Like Cyclone. If oh, you've right. heard of Cyclone, okay. Uh, back yeah. in the day, Cyclone okay. was, was, was the club, yeah. right? Place so to they be. Had, yeah, it was the place to be. So that was one of the spots. Metro, uh, in, 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 in Metropolitan, I okay. forgot the name of the club, but there was okay. a really nice club in Metropolitan, met, like right behind Metroplex, and they used to host us as well. Um, again, we used to do a lot of our own parties. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That was like, you know, again, just like the stuff that we're doing here mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. We were doing that, but for hip hop. Yeah, that's like, awesome. We'd rent out like venues and mm. do like bashes and stuff like that. And, you know, it started well, picking up. And, and how did you kind of like, where, where did it go? Well, uh, personally, I was like in a really, really bad time in my mm-hmm. life. It was, like on a personal level, family level, okay. there was a lot of bullshit happening and uh, I lost mm. my father and brother both like months apart and that really messed oh. up with my psyche uh, I just like I, it was about time yeah. altogether I decided to leave Dubai okay. I decided to come back to Bahrain okay. because I was just not dealing with things properly okay. and I thought I need to s- step out of this quick you know um, the, uh, again Mehdi had like some issues back in the States so he left mm. back to the States Philip had to leave as well to Sweden so it ended up back with the Dubai crew the Dubai crew was still around and doing shit but then again it did not pick up as much in Dubai so they decided to go to the UK okay. and that's where they kicked off big time and they oh, kept on doing it until right. today oh. sadly uh, one of the founding members of the, of the after band just passed away during Corona uh, okay. and Pav had to, to leave the, the UK and went back to India he settled in India right now and started his own personal project which is based on his name, Pavan, P-A-V-4-N, so 4-4-N-A. Mm. And uh, he really reinvented himself, uh, came back as Krishna. Okay. He's all blue in all his, visu- his videos. I'm going to be putting all these links up. Yeah, Big nice. up, Pav. Much love, bro. Miss you. <laughs> Hope to see you soon. And we need to do this again. So, so what happened with you once you got back to Bahrain? Well, again, like I said, I had to like kind of, uh, I came back home and uh, mm. I didn't know anybody I had no friends. Uh, yeah, because at that time you were like studying in the States. Then I, was, went I, lived, back to Dubai. I, I grew up in, oh, I, yeah, I grew up in Dubai. So okay, all okay. I had was like my bro was here. So we, we were hanging. Me and my brother were like very tight. Like we were, we were, we were, um, you know, uh, we were mates and like we were like housemates in college. Mm-hmm. I, we used to live together in college. So we became very close. So that's all I had here. And I had my like a studio in our old house in Manama okay. and in his in his spot. So I was just painting all day long nice. and just like didn't, didn't know anybody. The scene back then was not as, as it is today. It was really good scene back in the BJ's yeah. days and, and uh, like Tabasco, TC's, Tabasco Charlie right. and like the, 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 the key club, yeah. and, you know, uh, uh, country club. It was a very yeah. different scene back in, the, back in those days. And we were like very much about family because that's all I knew here. Um, but then again, I really cranked up with mm. just... Look, I, I figured it out about myself that I'm more of a visual artist. Okay. I, I love music, don't get me wrong, but yeah. I was more of a visual artist and I wanted to pour my energy into that, yeah. see where it take me. Um, and that took about maybe two, three years to figure shit out. I went, I started studying here. I went and I studied uh, marketing and business mm-hmm. because I always knew I'm going to have my 
I'm going to open my workshop one day. I'm going to have my studio one day. So yeah. studied uh, business marketing and BTI back in the day. Okay. So I uh, did that for two years. And then right after that, I opened my first workshop in 2004. Nice. So wow. that's, and that's it. The rest is history. And I've uh, been doing uh, furniture design and decor and installations and stuff for, for since then. Yeah. Um, I well, stopped painting mm-hmm. for, in that time because I was really focusing on building my company. Right. You know, your brand. Mistake. Yeah, <laughs> my brand and all of that. Big mistake. Okay. But again, it, it, it is what it is. You have yeah. to go through that phase and learn. Of course. It was a very, uh, very much a learning process. Again, I'm not a son of a carpenter. You know, I had to learn this from the get-go, from the from zero. Yeah. 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 Well, you've done also a lot of graffiti uh, work. Uh, what's the was there like? A, is it because of your interest in hip hop, or is it because absolutely? It was like from the U.S. Most of my friends there, like, were writers as well, mm. and I picked it up. But then again, when I came to Dubai, one one incident, two incidents that happened that made me stop graffiti, like from from the start. Mm. Like I did not pick up. Like, I started doing tags and graffiti very early, like, when I was into hip-hop. But then two incidents happened that made me stop. Mm. Like, I got busted. Mm, And in Dubai, when you get busted, it's a really serious thing. And then I got busted here in Bahrain. All right. So I was like, you know what? Let this <laughs> like, go. You know, it's like this is not. Give it a rest for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like this is not worth it. You know, chill down, like, chill out, and like do something else. And I've always, like I said, mm. been a painter, surrealist. So I focused on that mostly. Yeah. You know. But then again, you know, meeting some of yeah. the people here once we started kicking back in yeah. 2012, and started meeting. Oh, yeah, there is a graph scene in Bahrain. Yeah. There are a couple of us. You know, maybe two, three, four. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? Mm. This is. I remember was the happening, fun, yeah. you know, the, the fun. Yeah, I remember it was, it was a, a period of time where like graffiti was really popping. Absolutely. A lot of and it still is. Yeah. It's still, and it's picking up. Mm. You know, there's a lot of new blood coming out. And there's a lot, like the people that have been doing it are still doing it. They're evolving. And the, the market is, uh, the market is really like starting to understand it now. And yeah. It's gaining momentum and popularity. And, you know. It's interesting. It's one of those things that back in the day like 10 15 20 years ago people were look looking down at and and really dismissing and and now there's because like this resurgence and I, don't blame of, them. I don't blame them because mm. all they were exposed to mm. is the is the is the negative side of it yeah and there was no one showing them the positive side true yeah so it's whose fault was it really mm. it's the artist do you do you feel also it's because with with each new generation, they have a better understanding and acceptance of of these kind yes. of different art yes. forms. So, yes. they're they're more receptive. They're absolutely, mm, they but get exposed even the to it. Older generation, yeah. once because don't forget that this whole street art endeavor, internationally speaking, started getting really serious attention, even from corporate entities, even from yeah. the, on a museum level. You know, yeah. on a, on a, even on a fine art gallery level, a lot of graffiti artists and street artists started showcasing in, 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 in really, really big name galleries and stuff. There is a graffiti museum right now, you know, so it got to that level. Yeah. So not only the new generation that really went on board and really had a, like an evolution and understanding of street art culture and urban culture, but yeah. even, you know, the corporations, even the older generations are coming along and, and realizing the, 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 the positive yeah. outcome of this. 
We have been asked to paint in very strange uh, that otherwise you would never think mm. that you'd have street art in it. Bahrain Bay, Diyar Muharraq project, even in like high art, fine art exhibitions, yeah. they hosted us and they asked us to create a wall, you know. How would you um, define your style? Because you've managed over the years to create an aesthetic for your kind of like the yeah. the, the, the style of, of, of Mustafa Halwaji is like. It's become. I don't have it? one style. It's okay. like I'm not. I'm the kind of artist that loves to play with genres. Mm. Again, because of my openness to different cultures, I learned a lot of different bits and pieces. Yeah. And uh, but I have I I, I I have a fabric that goes like you know I have a twine that goes through all mm. the fabric, mm. which is I'm a surrealist, so it has to have an internal dialogue to me. Whether it's calligraphy, whether it's lettering, whether it's painting, whether it's a portrait. I usually, and it, it comes natural. I don't force it. It just comes through it. So even when I do portraits, I don't like to do a portrait portrait. I like to add to mm. it. So it's, it's all about that internal dialogue and how I feel about society as a whole. And I love pop culture. So a lot of yeah. that also feeds into when it comes to my pop colors. And a lot of my work is like really like explosive and colored and stuff like that. Yeah. But again, I don't like to stick to one style. Yeah. I get bored. Yeah. Know? I, so I think I, I think that that that's one thing that stands out for me now is that um, yeah you don't you don't um, and and it's a trait that's a characteristic that's very unique to creative minds that don't stick to one thing it's because they adapt and borrow and lend and and kind of like you know form themselves around the stuff that they are that's how I to. feel absolutely yeah. but uh, a lot of my peers don't agree. Mm. A lot of my creative peers and my like creative artist buddies, they, they disagree with me completely and they yeah. always come down on me and rant and I was like, dude, what are you doing? Right. You know, stick to one thing, motherfucker, you know, it's like, you know, do right. it like, but, and because all of them go on the traditional approach that if somebody sees a piece should know it's you. Respect. Absolutely. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah, to an extent. You know. I, I understand. But to me, I just... You know, to each his own at the end, you know, yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, you know, I'm doing it for the art and for the sake of the art, not for the sake of me to begin with. Yeah. You know, I like to kind of add something, try to add value wherever I go. So I like to work with like, you know, in, within limitations. Mm. I love corporate artworks, even though a lot of people disagree. But if you give me limitations and I try to do my best within the limitations, wouldn't that mean that I'm more creative or less creative? Mm. If yeah. I'm going to stick to one style and just milk it, does that make me more creative or less creative? Yeah. And for me, it's just it, the sky's the limit, and uh, it's it's a wide range of 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 paths that I really want to go through as much of them as as I can as long as I'm on Earth, you know. Yeah. And uh, see because what just doors open up for me, mm. and oh my God, there that. And I try. Okay, there are certain styles that I do stick to them. Mm -hmm. Like I keep coming back to a certain style. It's just because that style is wide and varied, like mm. the surreal, like mm. the, the surreal aspect of my work. There's literally no end to it. And every piece, no matter how similar, is quite different. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, that philosophy um, informs a lot of your creativity. And I think you can apply that same philosophy across all different art forms, across including all music, which including is a big music. part of a big part of music is like uh, exposing yourself to all these different elements to to. It's like it's an educational process. Yeah, man. Imagine you as a band playing the same keys over three albums. That'd be boring as shit, man. You gotta, you gotta keep it like it's a, it's a, it's a flow. It's a, 
you know, it's like a wave and it's a story and it goes up and down with lots of emotions and sometimes it's happy, sometimes it's really sad, sometimes it's dark. Yeah. Same with visual art. I mean, is that when it comes to music, uh, when it comes to the music that you enjoy, mm. um, do you have that same kind of Absolutely. approach to it? Absolutely. I'm an eclectic like, music lover. Yeah, okay. I love all genres. As yeah. long as it has that thing that touches my soul. It mm, could yeah. be country, it could be classical, it could be hip-hop, anything. I love it all. And well, I have phases as well. Okay, you know? yeah. But like, is, there, is there one thing that you would like, okay, that, that attracts you to a piece of music? The art. Okay. The soul, the, the, the spirit in it. You know, I feel the spirit of the artist, of the musician, that I feel like, okay, I can relate to that, mm. you know? And, of course... Um, the intelligence behind it. All right, yeah. So it could yeah. be not technically advanced, but there's a very smart use of that certain key. That's what attracts me to music. Yeah. And that's what attracts me to art. Yeah, you know? makes perfect sense. Um, having been around the scene for so long, uh, now that since you've been in Bahrain, um, we, we see you a lot around pretty much every single like music concert or performance well, or you know, you, know like, you gotta support and then yes absolutely I love it you know yeah. so I love that vibe so. and you have a good connection with pretty and much I, like the, the, the music community and the and art the community, community. Yes, and, uh, yeah. absolutely. and of course it's the place where I can see my friends I'm usually very busy so when right. am I gonna see my friends other than that's why I love those events and I really hope if somebody's listening out there you'll open it up man. <laughs> we need events we need you know we need, we need to see our friends well, you've heard so it from the man that's, that's it yeah, Corona man, is this over. Is like, like I said, it's like where would I where would I, where would I meet you if you're working all day? I'm working all day. You're yeah. doing your thing. We usually meet up in these things, so it's a great place to connect. Music, yeah. really, like uh, doesn't like I know how cliche that sounds, but music brings us together. Art brings us together, you know. So, love it. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Let me now flip the here's, interview. Here's, here's the thing. So, so just a question so oh, okay. people know. I fell in love with whatever uh, the, the last uh, bit that Ali did on Museland Record where he released an online concert mixed between a set of DJing, visuals, and amazing, amazing local musicians, lovely friends of ours. So when are you going to do that again? <laughs> Yellow guys, grind. Um, I know, man. <laughs> that that was an interesting experiment, and I think we were surprised by the response. It was an so. amazing experiment. Loved yeah. every bit of it. Yeah. Watched it twice. You know, I had to like kind of like grasp the whole thing. The visuals were amazing. The whole setup, yeah. Ikhraj, mashallah, man. Good guys, good job. Oh, yeah. That's 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 all we need to hear. Good Stephane. job. So can't wait to see more. No, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Th we appreciate the support, and it, it's something that's again like you. We were talking about getting outside of your kind of shell and, and box yeah. because of what we're all going through. Absolutely. And we need to kind of mix it up a bit and, and put things within a different context. And you're always eclectic in your approach with music as well. So that's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah, what I respect, man. I always loved what you had to do. So from the first Museland you did, <laughs> I was like, okay, shit, you know? Yeah. Actually, speaking of that, like, do you recall when the very first time we actually met? It was my birthday. No way. Yeah. Is that the uh, same one you were just talking about earlier with Mustafa, uh, with the summit? No, no, no. It was, my, like, it was one of my... Okay. 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 But uh, it was on my she birthday, the one in... Uh, what's it called? By the, by the sea, on the Corniche. Oh. That was the first Museland, wasn't it? Wait, are you talking about Coral Bay? Yeah. 
No way. That was on my birthday. That was my birthday. <laughs> wow. I, I celebrated my birthday and that thing. It was an amazing no time, man. Damn. It was literally one of the best things I've ever seen in Bahrain until today. And so I'm many about, things. Like, that you, you guys that did a lot of crazy, amazing things, and they're all great. Mm. You know, that like, you know, every, like they're all special. Mm. But that one was like extra special. It's funny how it always goes back to that moment. <laughs> Even with you guys? <laughs> yeah, like we're, we're, I met Summit as well, that, like through okay. that. Yeah, okay. Through that, before, not the actual Absolutely, event, but yeah. before, through that to, to experience. To set up for that yeah. experience. Um, and so many other people, yeah, like, uh, like all, the whole gang. But, uh, no, no, but no, no, that, that, was funny, a, that was a special day. It was just beautiful, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been, uh, we've been seeing you around a lot. Um, And, and seeing you evolve and always interested in the work that you put out. Thank you, man. Thank you. And so. it's it's nice to see people who appreciate just the, the 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 process and the thinking behind the art, not just consuming it. And I think we 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 are now really obsessed about consumption that we don't really pay attention to the process to appreciate the the time and The, the like you said the process and the 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 men, the, the, the mindset that went yeah and by, by the way I'm talking both the creatives themselves the art themselves themselves and the people who are exposed to it. so it's it's kind of like a, a mishmash of the two that I think um, rewiring our brains to kind of think that way would be would be the way to go um, and I think that's like a, a universal thing and yeah. like a lot of even okay even okay in my field right on the like a, as a, on an art level you have over the past two years a lot of the outcomes even on a visual scale when it comes to showcasing a, a, an artist in a gallery mm. they focus on the process yeah and they would love to see the process as a visual not just the end result exactly so that kind of like also already it's, can, yeah it's what you just said earlier it's not you're, you're, you're looking at You don't have to be the most technical person in terms of how, what's, you know, your brush stroke yeah, yeah, or your understanding yeah. of whatever, uh, like, uh, you know, what, what medium. It's what, you, it's what and how you put it. Like, what yeah. you put into it and how you put it. Mm. That's why they call it, it's an art, you know. Mustafa, I'm tempted to do something that you might hate me for, but you gave, oh, it's, it's your idea. You put oh, that, oh, uh, no. you, you oh, know, no, that idea happen? in my head. <laughs> no way. <laughs> but but we'll see. We'll, I'm, I'm giving you I'm giving you the mic. Should we try and like just drop a beat and see what really? Mustafa does for us? Man, so oh man, yeah. Okay, sure. It's a Museland session, ladies and gentlemen. Sound of fiction coming at you. I'm smart, but dropping grammar over disco breaks. Yeah, listen. My verbal intellect gets high tech to wreck Your minds get vexed while well, I be testing out my text check I'm in the mental warfare, time to blow on the paper Time to escape the person's status destination, no way Observe my lyrical masterpiece Fatter than a beast, where do I let your eyes feast? My brain's backyard is full of trees and green Candlelit vague dreams is something like you've never seen Better stop to listen up before the time is up Cause if you don't, don't you do it like that, you like get corrupt Mephistophilius act, exact how I attack, contact Your local so you can extract the ruinous Us, calamitous, catastrophic When the time bomb starts to take injurious That's what happened if you're trying to mess with us MC Mac be dropping a mic Huh, MC Mac be dropping a mic You must have heard of us, listen Huh, 
Champagne, cocaine, makes my girl insane Mechanical methods used to maintain my brain I'ma transform the rhyme like Optimus Mom, I'm more than meets the eye Blow your mind, this sporadic Drastic lyrics rap like acid MCs get their ass hit by the microphone fanatic Mustache, mathematic, gymnastic, acrobatic Push the pen to the paper, write the rhyme Fantastic, I'm erratic I only got love for the paperback Had a honey for her number, what a mother, I'm a scraper The next club goes for the next club caper Everybody wants to be a big money maker Small time, big time It's all the same line I find my rhyme Confuse the tame on At the same time And makes the ass Wanna shake MC Mac Be dropping grammar Over disco breaks Yes Woo Nice <laughs> Sorry but all right. Listen to this you know. <laughs> Damn uh, Alright That's was... that age Where I get shy and shit. <laughs> So yeah Considering that, <laughs> considering that this was dropped unexpected on you, I think you did pretty well. <laughs> well, yeah, I slurred a bit, but yo, you know, you got to do what you got to do, right? Man, yeah. that was that was great. Thank you so much. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> breathe, God, breathe, to breathe. <laughs> Dude, this was incredible. Um, I had so much fun with that. Um, I'm so glad you were up for it. <laughs> I was almost gonna say no, but I was like, you know what? I'm with my boys here. <laughs> And uh, uh, a lot I'm, of people don't know about this, so yo, yo, whoever listening out there, yeah, yes, yeah, surprise. That's the, that's the beauty of see. it. Now, now you're gonna get suddenly like requests from everyone. To, <laughs> Imagine to, I was know, like, yeah. yo, can you come ahead and show? Put the but, put yeah, the group uh, back together and like absolutely. make a comeback. Who knows, man? Who yeah. knows? You know? um, no, it's it's been a pleasure, uh, Mustafa. It's always nice <laughs> to have, to have chats with you. Listen, um, we're we'd love to have you back. Uh, we're we're gonna stay in touch. Um, guys, that was Mustafa Halwachi, uh, a brilliant uh, creative mind from Bahrain. Chill. Please uh, look uh, look him up. Uh, we'll we'll post some links below. Uh, follow him on Instagram and all the different channels. Support his art. Um, until next time, see ya.